Hey, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to another one of my uh, one-on-one podcasts that um, I'm doing to start this Peak Human Project. Um, Hopefully, everyone out there is staying very safe. Hopefully, everyone out there is not being impacted. I really hope that all of you are not being impacted too much by all the madness that's going on with this virus. I hope all of you guys are healthy and your, your family members are healthy. First and foremost, I hope that you have everything that you need as far as food and supplies and everything like that. Um, definitely a scary time, definitely a time that everybody is unsure of the future. Um, everybody is, uh, it, at least within the fitness space, very concerned of what's going to happen with, you know, their fitness routine and all of their uh, goals that they had in mind for, um, their fitness in the new year. And, um, you know, definitely a time for all of us to band together as, as people, not just as a country, but as a world, you know, as a, as a whole entire population, um, to help one another and, and, and hope for the best for one another. Um, I know getting back to the whole fitness thing, obviously this is more of a podcast that is fitness minded. And so a lot of you are probably pretty, um, anxious about what's going on, anxious about the, you know, fact that all the gyms are closed. There's no way for you to get the kind of workout that you're used to getting. Maybe you had some goals as far as your, um, you know, body composition or your goals as far as, you know, competition in powerlifting, bodybuilding, strongman, CrossFit, whatever it is. And right now you're, you know, you're pretty much, um, not able to do any of that. You're not able to prepare any further for what's going on in that space. And so, you know, unless you have a home gym and if you do have a home gym, that's pretty well uh, furnished with a squat rack and, and barbells and dumbbells and all of that, then that's awesome. Keep on training, keep on doing what you can do to stay normal in this time. Keep on, um, you know, Keep on training as if, you know, the competition that you have in mind or, or the goals that you have in mind aren't, don't need, you know, don't necessarily need to be affected. If there's postponements to, to some of the competitions that you guys have, there's always another one, right? As long as you, as long as you program your training correctly, you'll be able to still be in good shape for that. But, um, for the rest of us, like myself who don't have a home gym, what do we do? Um, what, what, what are we to think about all of this or, or should we expect that we're going to lose all of our gains? Should we expect that we're going to shrivel up and be a shell of what we once were? Um, no, that's not necessarily the case. Um, it probably seems that way, right? Anytime, you know, I take some time off from the gym, anytime my clients take some time off from the gym, inevitably there's a psychological component. There's that voice in your head that think that tells you that you're being lazy, that you um, are just withering away. You're getting fat, all that kind of stuff. And it's hard to ignore it. Um, But I'm glad that I have this education that tries to fight back at least the battle in my own head, and it tries to fight back against those feelings um, and those irrational feelings that kind of creep in. And so, um, 
I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about scientifically what it means to have to take some time off from all of this heavy lifting and all of this normal training and what you might expect from that. Um, if you are unable to train with a barbell and I'm unable to train normally right now, <clears throat> are you going to lose all of your muscle? And the answer to that is no. Um, are you going to lose a little bit of muscle? Maybe. It really just depends on how, you know, how hard you were training in the, in the past. Like if you're doing nothing but bodybuilding specific training and you were in the middle of like a really intense bulking phase and you were hitting the gym like crazy and you're carrying the most muscle you've ever carried in your life. And it's really dependent on all the heavy lifting that you've been doing, then you might lose a little bit of muscle. Um, if you have just been doing this as a normal kind of hobby where, you know, you're gaining muscle slowly, you're still carrying the most muscle you've had, but it, you've kind of carried this muscle for a long time. And, um, you know, it, you've taken some time off in the past and not really lost that much muscle either. You're not going to lose that much during this time either. Um, in, in the only way you're going to lose a bunch of muscle is if you completely stop doing anything for the next few weeks. So if you just sit there and do nothing, you don't work out at all. You, you don't even, um, you know, get off the couch to go for a walk or anything like that. You're, yeah, you're going to probably lose muscle and you're probably going to put on a little bit of body fat. Um, but the research is pretty clear that if you even do anything at all, and I mean, like even one day a week, you do some pull-ups, you do some push-ups, you do some squats, maybe some goblet squats, anything that you can pretty much maintain muscle, uh, with just that one workout a week. Like it's really not that hard to, to maintain muscle mass. And when, when it's all said and done, gaining muscle mass is really hard, but keeping it isn't actually the hardest thing to do in the world. Um, it just takes a little bit of maintenance and, and one, two, three workouts a week is enough. If you're, if you're doing some at home workouts three or four times a week where you are moving your body, you're using your muscles and you're taking, you know, some sets to failure, even if those sets are like sets of 40 push-ups, you know, you might think these high rep sets don't do much, but the, the evidence is clear again there that even high rep sets can produce hypertrophy. So even just the change in training stimulus from maybe what you were doing before, which was heavier lifting in the five to 12 rep range or something like that, the change in stimulus to go into these higher rep body weight workouts is going to actually possibly even help you to gain some muscle, but at the very least, it's going to help you maintain the muscle that you already have. So if you're worried, if you're sitting there and you're like, damn, man, I'm going to lose all my muscle. I've worked so hard for all of this and you're kind of getting depressed about it. Um, I mean, feel the way you want to feel, but, uh, I'm trying to say that the science is pretty clear that you're, you're going to be fine. You're not going to lose all that muscle. You're going to, you're going to maintain most of that as long as you keep active. Now on the strength side of things, that's slightly a different issue because, um, with strength, it's not just related to how much muscle you're carrying, right? Um, it's also related to, um, neurological adaptations. And so those, although there is some, there's some evidence to show that those neurological adaptations go, don't go away for even up to a month. Um, I would expect that 
if you were in the middle of like a peaking phase, uh, like a powerlifting peaking phase, or even just a phase where you were lifting a lot heavier than normal, I would expect that when you go back to the gym, you're not going to be quite as strong as you were beforehand. Um, that's just a neurological thing. That's just the nature of, of needing to practice that skill of being under heavy weight. And it's going to be different for everybody. Like, like I said, if you were in the middle of a peaking phase where you were like about to do a powerlifting competition and now all of a sudden you can't do anything uh, heavy, then yeah, when you go back, it's not going to be anywhere close to where you were beforehand. But the good news is that that'll all come back really quickly. And even if you lose a little bit of muscle during this time, that comes back very quickly as well. So we have a thing that people call muscle memory, right? So your muscles remember quote unquote, remember where they've been in the past. So if you're, if, if you're, if you were holding two pounds more lean body mass before all of this madness, um, then when you go back to the gym and start working out normally again, you're going to gain those two pounds back in muscle, probably within the first couple of weeks to a month. Um, obviously it depends on how long this hiatus takes, right? If it's, if, if we only take two weeks off from the gym, that's going to come back lickety split. If we take three, six months off from the gym, it's going to take maybe a couple months for you to get all of those gains back that you, that you might lose. But like I said, you might not lose a lot on the strength side of things. Same thing applies. As long as you put yourself back into a smart, you know, block of, of programming, a smart block of training, you're going to be back to where you were before pretty quickly. Um, it's just a matter of doing the work at that point. And we're all pretty comfortable with doing the work. Um, but that's not the worst thing in the world, right? I mean, if you lose just a tiny bit of strength, um, you know, the same thing happens after like a powerlifting meet, right? Uh, after you do a powerlifting meet, usually you go to a more of a volume block. Maybe you take a week off from the gym after the meet and you lose some strength, right? If you tried to go into the gym and do one rep max testing a couple weeks after a powerlifting meet, when you've taken some time away from heavy lifting, you're not going to be nearly as strong as you were on meet day. So we shouldn't really be discouraged by that either because it's just the way that things ebb and flow. Um, even within day-to-day -day changes in your own strength in the gym under regular circumstances. Some days you can squat 315, some days you can't. And it's just the way the body works. So, um, but I wanted to also highlight some of the benefits, some of the potential like um, good things that are going to come out of this. So all this heavy lifting that we all do, we love it so much that when, even when things are nagging, like small injuries or, or, or fatigue or anything like that, we kind of push through it and almost to the point where it's a, it's a, you know, it's a double-edged sword because yeah, that drive that we have to do it makes us good at what, at lifting heavy and good at sticking to the program and sticking to our fitness goals. But because we're so dedicated to it, we hurt ourselves by pushing ourselves too hard sometimes and making ourselves go to the gym when maybe we shouldn't have gone in the first place. <clears throat> so this time of sort of forced deload, if you want to call it that, that's kind of what I'm looking at it like, like this is a forced deload. We have no other choice, but to deload from all the heavy lifting that we've been doing, it's probably going to be beneficial in a few different ways. One, it's going to allow you to actually get the, an abundance of adequate rest and recovery 
from all of the training that you've been doing. Because even if you were to go as hard as you possibly could with some body weight workouts, it's not going to tax your muscles and your nervous system nearly the same way that pushing yourself on heavy squats and deadlifts does. So your nervous system is going to get a deload. Your muscles are going to get a deload. And when you go back to the gym, you might find that you, your body just feels way better after these two weeks, three weeks, a month, whatever it ends up being than it was beforehand. It also is going to give you an opportunity to heal up some of the injuries that you might have um, with respect to all the heavy lifting that you're doing. Like maybe you have an achy knee or an achy elbow. Those things are going to start to clear up provided that you're not going crazy with some crazy uh, uh, exercises that you've never done before with, you know, as far as body, like some push-ups are fine and stuff like that. But you start rigging up some crazy contraptions that are putting you under some weird, stressful uh, joint angles. And maybe that's a different story. But for the most part, most of us are probably going to see that these little injuries that we might have picked up along the way start to resolve themselves. So then again, you're better for that as well, because after we go back, you're injury free, you have more energy, you have more, um, vigor to go work out hard and all of a sudden you're maybe making better gains than you were before all of this even happened. And the other thing that is going to give you the opportunity to do is focus a little bit more on things in our fitness that we've ne neglected all along. Things like flexibility and mobility, things like, you know, um, body weight control or control of certain movements, mind muscle connection type of stuff, you know, uh, doing body weight movements the right way still requires a lot of focus and body control and mind muscle connection. Doing a push up the right way requires um, good form and um, executing good form throughout. Otherwise, you're going to put your wrists, your shoulders, um, even, you know, your, your pectorals in a bad spot. So maybe perfect the push-up for the next couple of weeks. Get really good at push-ups. Bang out two, three, four hundred push-ups a day if you want. But make sure each one of those reps is perfect, right? Um, get really good in your mobility uh, work on becoming a supple leopard, like um, Kelly Sturette would say. And maybe when you go back to the gym, you notice that you have better ankle mobility and now you can squat more upright. And now you notice that your back doesn't hurt so much after you um, squat because now you're maintaining a more upright position and you're not putting as much of that force on your lower back when you squat. Um, you know, work on those kinds of things, do some yoga, do some stretching, um, do some mobility work and, and, you know, all of that stuff that you've neglected all along because you didn't feel like you had the time, um, and you wanted to prioritize your heavy lifting. Well, now you have no choice. You can't lift heavy. So what else are you going to do if you're really committed to your fitness and you're really committed to making gains and staying active? What else are you going to do? Now you have no excuse. Now you have to do those things if you want to practice what you preach at least, right? So I know that I'm, I'm trying to do more of those kinds of things. I'm trying to, to look at the bright side and think of how I can make myself better during this time. How is this an opportunity to make something positive out of what seems to be a negative situation? But even outside of the fitness uh, whole fitness thing, right? Uh, we have an opportunity right now 
to capitalize on having a lot of time on our hands. Normally, we have to go to the work, we have to go to the gym, we have to meal prep, we have to do all these things, we lose time in our commute, all that stuff. If you're working from home, you're losing, you're gaining time because you don't have a commute now. Um, you're losing, you're, you're gaining time because you don't have to drive to the gym right now. Um, you're home all day. So while you're working, you can do your meal prep. So you're gaining time because you don't have to meal prep on the weekends. So now you have all this time, but your, your workouts aren't lasting as long probably because they're body weight workouts or light resistance, you know, with equipment, some, some basic equipment. So you're gaining time there. So you, there's, you're gaining time all over the place. Put that time to good use. Whether that's spending more time with family and creating better connections that way, you know, within your own family, whether that is learning a new skill, um, whether that's a, a skill in the fitness area or whether that's a skill somewhere else. We have the Internet, which allows us to learn basically anything we want to learn. We could read up on any subject we want to read up on and become and, and start paving the way towards learning something that we might have always wanted to learn, but never thought we had the time. You could learn a new language. You could um, start teaching yourself how to invest your money in a better way uh, or invest in, in real estate or something like that. Um, you could start doing meditation every day to help with some of the maybe anxiety that you've been dealing with for the past months or years. There's so many things that we could be doing and we should be so thankful to have the internet to be able to, as a resource, to be able to do basically anything we want. Um, even, even if we are quarantined and we're not able to see our friends and our family, we can call each other on the phone. That's something that we used to do a lot of back in the day, right? It wasn't all about texting and Instagram. There was a point in time where you like called each other on the phone and actually talked to each other, but you can even go step one step further because we have such cool phones now that we can video chat each other. You can get on your iPhone and FaceTime. You can pull up Skype on your computer and Skype each other. Like there's so many ways we can stay in contact with one another and we can still build those connections. You know, we use this, we can use this extra time to make a phone call or make a video call to some of our friends that we haven't been able to talk to a lot over the past couple of years, but that we still care a lot about. So what I'm trying to say, I guess, is that there are so many ways that we can make positive out of this seemingly negative situation. Um, and even if that's not in the fitness space, there's a lot of things we can do to make ourselves better during this time rather than mess around on our phones and look at memes of coronavirus, this coronavirus, that, um, those are funny. There's a, there's a time and place for that. I mean, I like looking at that as much as the next guy, but we don't want to waste all our time doing just things like that and complaining and thinking about all the things we're losing out on and how we can't lift heavy. And there's so, I mean, you can, you could rack up a bunch of, of, of complaints and negative, um, points about this whole situation, but at the same time, you could rack up a bunch of positive things about the situation as well. So we can't lose sight of that. And uh, it's a choice. It's a choice to to do one thing or the other. It's a choice to be negative or it's a choice to be positive. So, um, but, you know, enough of that soap soapbox, I guess. That's just my own thoughts about all of that. 
if you are somebody who is feeling really, really um, overwhelmed about all of this within your, your fitness goals, hopefully the information I've been able to provide earlier is um, helpful for you to realize that not all is lost. Everything's going to be fine. Um, when we can go back to the gym, everything is going to, you're going to gain back everything that you might have lost. You're probably going to find that you didn't lose as much as you thought you would, if any at all. And in the meantime, let's make positive about the situation. If you're looking for um, some at-home programming right now, I have some free resources on my website, www.thestrengthcave.com. If you go to the store, um, there's two free programs that I have available. Uh, one is just a body weight program. You don't need any equipment whatsoever. Another one on there is a resistance band workout. So you just need some resistance bands, some mini bands, long resistance bands, anything like that. Um, if you have um, a, a, some some light equipment, like some, some dumbbells, a pull-up bar, things of that nature, uh, I have another program that is available at www.thestrengthcave.com forward slash free dash workouts. And that one is 18 workouts that um, six of them are body weight, six of them require resistance bands, and then the last six require you to have some dumbbells and a pull-up bar. Um, so if you're looking for some free workouts that have all of those things in there, you can download those for free on my website. Um, beyond that, I mean, there's countless other people who are putting out free workouts. Um, you probably follow a lot of them. Um, if you're following me, you probably follow them. Um, so th I think the, the point is there that there's a lot of resources for you to keep your fitness going during this time. Um, and you can supplement all that with, um, Walking outside, if you live near a mountain, go hiking. If you have a bike, go for a bike ride. You can take a jog. I know that most of you hate cardio and that it's like uh, the bane of your existence. But at this time, if you're truly trying to stay healthy and fit, then it's not really a time to discriminate against things like that. You should just We should just feel fortunate that we have capable bodies that allow us to exercise in that way because not everybody can do that unfortunately. So yeah, cardio might be the bane of your existence, but right now it's what's going to keep you probably A, in shape and B, sane for the next few weeks. Um, so don't hesitate to do that. Don't hesitate to reach out to me either. You can reach me on Instagram at the strength cave. Um, you can reach me at my website. I have a contact form. If you want to ask me a question, you can DM me on Instagram. You can send me a, a message through my website, www.thestrengthcave.com. Um, yeah, let's just, we just got to be here for each other and do what we can to uh, stay strong. Definitely do what we can to limit the impact that this virus might have on us as a population, as a people. Um, in the meantime, just keep grinding and, and doing what we can each day. So thanks so much for listening, you guys. Hope you guys are well. Hope you guys have a good rest of your day and I'll catch you guys later.